When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome to the Terrace Podcast. My name is Craig Cairns and I'm joined once again by Chris Awellamo. How are you doing, Chris? Good morning, Craig. Yeah, very good. Uh, that, uh, that positivity got us over the line in the end from you. You know, you made the difference, Craig. You <laughs> made you. the difference, mate. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe I should be uh, tweeting that and putting out clips or trying to take some sort of credit for uh, <laughs> for for getting Scotland over the line there. Even, even um, when we conceded that late equaliser... It went to full time. Now, I know your phone wouldn't have been on at that point because you would have been covering the game, but I text you to say that I was staying positive. Um, and I even dropped into the group chat, our group chat, that um, we're going to win on penalties. And that was, I mean, I wasn't 100% certain that we were going to do it, obviously, because it just, it was such a kick in the teeth. How, how were you feeling at that point when that late equaliser went in? Well, you know what, Craig? You know, I'm I'm sitting there, right? So I'm 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 obviously I'm I'm on the co-coms and and we were we were dominant in that second half. You know, we I thought we were excellent. We're sitting thinking, right, this, the second goal is going to come, and even even with five five minutes to go, Serbia never really played with any tempo. They're still just quite laboured in their passing. All of a sudden, you know, uh, they they, they went they went a corner, and I'm just sitting thinking, right, well. You know, we've, we've, we've brought on Patterson, we've brought on McBurnley, we've got we've got some big aggressive headers of the ball, and it's just I think Scott McTominay just switched off. You know, let let Jogic just get get away from him. It's a fantastic header, and I was I was close to just walking. I was close to walking. You know, it was like I'm sitting thinking, oh, I, I, I felt I felt I felt gutted, and I actually seen your 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 message. Oh, you did right. It, it, it came up on the phone, so that 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 I had a little kind of chuckle to myself. We grinded it out, you know. To, I can I can't even imagine what Steve Clark would have had to say to the group of players or them within themselves when that 
final whistle went and then they knew they were going into extra time. But to go again, the, the David Marshall save in extra time as well. Oh yeah, of was, course. Was outstand- was outstanding, you know. And then as soon as it went to penalties, there was a, there was a little sigh of relief from me, thinking, you know what? The standard of the penalties was outstanding. Oh, I was I was worried when I saw their first couple because I thought these guys are handy from the spot. But we were very good from the spot as well. I thought McTominay's penalty was excellent. Really, really good. I know uh, Griffiths, the keeper, gets a pan to it, but it was a decent penalty anyway. And it goes in. It was like the McGinn one from the Israel game. If it goes in the net, that's all that matters. But yeah, I was a little bit worried after the first couple of penalties. But um, I actually thought that Marshall had a save in him because um, he's a big goalkeeper. He had... I don't know, he's just been playing very well for us recently. He had saved one in the yeah. previous shootout. I, I just thought, um, I, I, I was expecting a save from him at some point. Well, let's put it this way. Uh, the goalkeeper's always going to become a hero from a penalty shootout. You know, that's, that's that. and to be fair, David Marshall, some of the saves that I've, I've witnessed for him uh, this season alone from, from uh, in, in Derby shot has been outstanding. You know, I know that he's on good form. You know, some of the saves in, in some of the games, even, even, even at the weekend, you know, even the other night, you know, the, the save uh, again with, with Wiseman coming in, you know, again, obviously the Israel are 1-0 up at the time. But there's, we'll get into these games. I think the players, we've got that monkey off the back, 22, 23 years. We're going to the Euros. We've got two of those games at home. Uh, the away games at Wembley, you know, three from the group qualify. You know that that's that's the positive side of it, and I just felt that we probably we ended that international week probably a little bit negatively with, with the results. The performances were were okay, but the results and it was it's, it was a massive opportunity. So if I break it down to you now, uh, in in the qualifying group for the the World Cup qualifiers, we've got two of the big boys. You know, two of the the, the main, and to get, even just to guarantee a qualifying place Craig you have to finish second yeah you know you, you don't you don't get anything for finishing third so and that was that's what I think Steve Clark because I think he was excellent I think he was trying to put all the attention onto uh the Qatar 22 World Cup uh, before the two games and say okay well we've achieved something great but we're not done yet and we just never had that kind of cherry on top you know and it's but we'll get into it we'll break down the games we can talk about the changes as a manager, it's very difficult, you know, when you've got a couple of players that have got a couple of niggles, you, you, you've got to try and prioritise the, the Slovakia game or, or the Israel game. You're, you're giving the players as much time as they can to recover. And you know what? I was so impressed with how we went about business against Serbia. There was so much pressure on that group of players. And they went out there from the first minute. They pressed high. They, they were organised. They were winning the second balls throughout the game. I mean, outstanding. You know, Serbia had a little moment of getting on the ball, but they never really troubled us. No, they had a couple of chances. I think um, they had that chance that flashed wide in the first half, which was maybe the best chance of the game up to that point, but it was from outside the box. But yeah, they, they didn't have, they didn't create a ton of chances. And I thought with a few minutes to go as well in the 90, um, they attempted a deep cross and it just flew out the park. And I thought that just kind of summed up their day. And I thought, I thought after after that flew out the park, I thought that was it. I thought we were we were going to do it. Then little did I know, a few minutes later, we we yeah conceded a late equaliser. Sorry, you touched on it. You touched on it. You said that they're having a few issues with their formation as well. It really clicked against Norway, mm-hmm. but again, it's not consistently getting to those. And they weren't great. You and know, they just they went and hammered Russia as well after that, surprisingly. Well, that's what I mean. You know what I mean? It's it's reaction. There's there's a lot of pressure on on the groups of players. It was a massive match for them. They'd never qualified. 
for for a Euros as a as a as, as a nation since they, they they kind of went out on their own. So there was a lot of pressure there as well. And like you say, the players the players obviously crumbled under that pressure, which which we never it was outstanding. Yeah, I think, and there's no better, there's no greater pressure. Uh, than penalties as well when you've got that pressure of 22 years and you're stepping up to take penalties I mean uh, you can't think of much greater pressure in in football but we did get through uh, sorry one thing I wanted to say about the extra time you kind of touched on I think by the time we got to extra time we had a team on the park to see out the game and we didn't really have a team on the park to score another goal so I think our options we'd still tried to take uh, chances where we could but in that extra time period it was very much about just playing for penalties that's probably our best chance here yeah I agree with that I think uh, when that sucker punch comes as late as it does you know it takes it takes a it takes a, a really strong team mentally to, to go on and, and, and probably try and get that goal and like you say Steve Clark had made some changes uh, that, that like you say were, were, were only put on to basically see it out yeah. to, to, to defend whatever Serbia was going to throw into the box uh, and that was what was disappointing because with those 20 we were comfortable we, yep. we were comfortable like you said that five minutes to go that big cross that, that come in that goes straight out the pitch just sitting thinking yeah come on we are looking solid a corner kick this is something that's so important and it's again you think McTominay he's, he's marking his man but then he, he just gets caught under the ball and, and and like you say at international level if you do make little mistakes like that you do switch off you are usually punished you know the, the obviously the Djokovic, uh, uh, the Real Madrid uh, strike. He done his job. You know it's a fantastic header. Um, I've got a wee clip here of after the of Marshall's save of you. I, ho- I hope this isn't too loud. This is from you doing a talk sport the other night or last week, I should say. What a save that is! Come on, get in there, fantastic result. You know what? Through the night, the ninety minutes should have been done, but seen it out. What a penalty! Outstanding, Nigel. <laughs> how did you manage to how, first of all first question is how were you feeling around that time and how did you manage to continue and stay professional for the for the rest of the broadcast yeah the, it's so hard it's so hard <laughs> you know there's so many emotions and it's and it's I, I, I've kind of got used to it uh, when I do the comms for Scotland games you know I, get, I do get a little bit of stick saying that I do get a little bit carried away I loved you know, it but I think I think that's I, I think it kind of works you know because you know the most difficult thing I'm supposed to stay quiet when Ryan Christie scores in the game because that, that's a common that's a commentator's chance to put his little bit on it and that'll get used over the years. You know, that's that's something. So it is so hard when you, you if you if you if you when you listen to the goal, you hear me just scream for like a, a, a half second and then basically cover my cover my mouth so the commentator can do his bit. But you know what? It was I as disappointed as I was when they equalized. And I could have just stood up and walked out the building. Uh, I was oh, I could have just I could have just ran about the place like an absolute lunatic <laughs> when, when when Marshall scored, and that will go down in history when he's looking at the the referee. Oh, it was brilliant. Thinking, oh, you know what? It is. It is it, that 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 moment when he's sitting thinking, was it all right? Did I do okay? Was I touching? Was I, was was some part of me touching the line? Yeah. And it's like the boys, the boys had actually reached him. 
all the players had actually reached him and then he realised and the eyes on me it's unbelievable that would have been gutted if they had run from the halfway line just to find out that it was a retake that would have been pretty gutted and we were talking uh, on last week's show about VAR taking away that kind of instant celebration where instead you kind of pause to make sure the decision's okay and that was a case where that happened but that was actually a good case of it it actually provided maybe the moment of the game I, I agree. I agree totally. You know, and I think that's the the players sprinting to to Marshall after he's made the save. Those big eyes looking at the, the referee. Then all of a sudden, just the sheer elation coming over his face, saying, "You know what?" But it's you know what it's it's well deserved. I think uh, I think the, the the formation and all that's been getting criticism. You know, it's got us to a major tournament. A major tournament that you know what there's a real chance that we can, again, surpass all expectation and, and, and qualify from a group that's something that Scotland's never done before. Uh, so that's, that's the, I guess that's the positive side of, of the national break. The nation came together. You know, the I think the, the Weekend Boogie songs went to number one. You know, Bakara, Bakara, I listened to her on the radio the other day. She's obviously 68 years old, going through a very difficult time. And oh, she's right? sitting saying that the Scotland, the Scotland uh, team have, have gave her that Lisa life again, something uh-huh. that she so badly needed as well. But I think, I think as, as, as the song not went to the top of the charts as well. Uh- you know, it's... I'd heard it was second, but um, that might have changed over. I mean, a couple of days ago, I remember it was second in the charts or something like that. Yeah, but it's Brilliant. not something I really Absolutely pay that much brilliant. attention to the the charts. But yeah, I do remember hearing that. I didn't know that about the 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 woman that had uh, recorded the song. But the, the, that gave the whole nation a lift, didn't it? And I mean, there's lots of reasons why this nation needs a lift, and not just because the football yeah. team hasn't qualified for anything for ages. But you could just feel it because international. I think football has this power to lift a nation like that sometimes and not obviously not everybody gets involved but especially international football because there's lots of kind of casual football fans or non-football fans that will still yeah. get involved when it comes to international football and you could really feel the kind of even though we're all stuck in our own houses you could really feel the kind of mood of the nation lift no you could you know i'm, I'm driving back from from uh from london after the game you know and the, the phone is going crazy you know my uncle jim's 90 years old you know, he's sitting dancing around the. You know, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't confident before the match. You know, and he says, "Oh, we've been here before, son." And but unbelievable. You know, it's it has. It's it's been a real difficult year, uh, real hard year for a lot of people for many different reasons. And and like you, you seen that. You seen that emotion in, in in Ryan Christie's interview, didn't you? I know you would have seen it after the game. Yeah. But it did. It it, it made you. It could. It made you well up. You know, because it just shows that if we're all human beings, you know, no matter what our situation is, it's, it has been a difficult year for everyone. You know, I know some people are, that that, that kind of, the, the spectrum's very, very different at how difficult it can be. But like you say, moments like that brings everyone together and it puts a smile on the face. There's some of the celebrations going on in, 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 in city centres, people running about, you know, it's like, it was unbelievable to see and it's been a long time coming so I was delighted that we got over the line Craig yeah yeah me too and unfortunately though we were kind of brought back down to earth a little bit by the the subsequent two matches first of them was in Slovakia we just needed to win one of these uh, to top the nation's group Nations League group sorry get promoted and then be in with a shout of a World Cup playoff 
we made eight changes for the game. Now, I think some of them were understandable. I'm kind of torn on this, to be honest. I'll, I'll let you give your opinion on it, and then I'll maybe, I'll maybe say what I think, because I was a little bit torn. I, I can see the reason for many of them. There was a couple that were enforced, and I can see why he's maybe thinking, well, if I give everybody a rest in the middle game, then everybody's fresh to, to, to go again for the Israel game. But what, what did you think? Yeah, you know, I was, I've got to say, I was very surprised. I was very surprised with with the uh, with the number of changes. I think Slovakia only made four changes as well from the the team that that, that obviously uh, that that, uh, that obviously won qualification to the to the Euros against Northern Ireland. Uh, I was surprised. Uh, I know some of them were, were forced. You know, I think obviously Andy Robertson uh, had a had a little kind of niggle. Lyndon Dyke suspended. You know, so so I just try and think about it. You think about. The, the mental side of the game, Craig. You know, after that game uh, on on the Thursday against Serbia, the players the players would have been physically exhausted. You know, because the concentration levels, like you say, the expectation, yeah, how they performed in the end, hundred and twenty minutes. <clears throat> yeah, but but on the spin side of that, the complete elation of what they've done, where they've been, carry that into the next game. You know, so if it's forced changes. So be it, yeah. But yeah, if it's if it's the two, if it's the three, then then so be it. But you try and keep that same team there, and you know what, adrenaline gets you through. If we'd scored, eight, and, and I've got to say, even though it was eight changes, I thought the performance against Slovakia was the most creative that we've been. You know, we were we we created the most chances that we have done in the six seven games previous. You know, there was there was the the the, the Rodak the saves that he made. You know, against two against two against Ollie McBurnley, who who I felt probably with his header should have done better. The Kenny McLean header, uh, Rodok again, fantastic save. The the save right on the death with 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 Lee Griffiths. So, so there, there there was positives to take away. But if you look at both of those games, the Slovakia game was probably the easier of the two. So you would try and put out the stronger team. And I know what you're saying. You give those, and I know that Steve Clark's come out and says, oh, we get a couple more days rest. We can get the niggles. And we've got Andy Robertson. We've got those players back, Lyndon Dykes. Uh, but like you say, Israel was no surprise because we've played them so many times over the, 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 the last 18 months. We know we're not going to deliver. We played, we played two games, again, uh, 210 minutes against them, and it was a stalemate. You know what I mean? So I just felt Slovakia was was an opportunity to say, you know what, right, boys, you've done great. The team's going to be similar to what we've done. 120 minutes, whatever it is, we'll recover. We'll do whatever we need to. Friday, Saturday, we'll just walk through a few things. We know what we're going to see with Slovakia and play, but we understand why he made the changes. We understand why he prioritised the Israel game. We understand because, you know what, Serbia were, were the strongest team out of the, out of the three. And we went there dominant and, and got the right result, albeit through penalties, but the game should have been seen out in the second half. So it's 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 hindsight's a great thing. Great. And Steve Clark as a manager has got a group of players there that have all done their bit. So he is loyal to them all. He made eight changes. And we have to say the performance against Slovakia was a great performance. Yeah. It was a it was a very good footballing performance that created a lot of chances. Grey Goose got a goal that defect, deflected off uh, Kenny McLean and wrong footed Craig Gordon. I walked away thinking Ola McBurnley won his headers. He linked up well. He was getting in the box and uh, and on another day he could have probably had two goals. You think about confidence, I think the one that he was slipped through and he takes it with the outside of his yeah. right, he probably should have let that 
taking it with his left foot. Yeah. And it, it stop it stops uh, Skiria. Is it? Uh, I'm trying to think who it was that's come in and made made the challenge. Oh, I can't remember. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, he's come in and, and and made and made the challenge. And uh, if he takes it on his left, he's getting a shot away. Even the one that's been cut back to him, and he actually takes a touch with his right to take it through. He can hit that first time. You know, and yeah, he waits too long on that I've, one. As a striker, confidence plays such a massive part. That's what I was and going to ask you. Is that what's going through his head? Did you think? Um, and obviously, a lot of it's instinct. He's not like sitting thinking about it rationally or anything. But do you think if he doesn't have the scoring issues for Scotland, then he he takes that first time, or he 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 gets his shots away quicker in, in those instances? It is, it's what it's one of those natural things. I've I've got to say, I I think. Uh, there's no one that wants to score more than Ollie McBurney. As a striker, that's what you do. That's what you that's what you live off. You don't really feel part of a game, even if you win, if you've not scored. Strikers have to have that about them. You know what I mean? So uh I've 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 been given stick, Craig. You know, I've 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 said we've spoken about it. I've come out and I said, you know, Ollie McBurney, uh he's only he is going to be getting judged on scoring goals as strikers do. As strikers do, you are going to be judged on scoring goals. It doesn't matter about performances. It doesn't. They're not going to look back and think, oh, Ollie McBurnley's had 10 great performances there. It's all about how many goals he scored. Yeah, exactly. And I've been giving stick, mate. I've been getting trolled on on Twitter and all sorts, saying, oh, well... For defending how, him. How can, you, how, how can you give an opinion? Well, wait a minute. I played the game for 20 years. You know, I've, 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 I've got my international caps. <laughs> all these people that come out and say, well, wait a minute, why? This is This is what I do. This is what I get paid to do to give my opinion, and like you say, it's 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 my honest opinion looking at it, you know. And like you say, I'm I'm probably closer than most to being the exact position that Ollie McBurnley's been in, that he's based down playing his football in England, you know, and, and uh, he he knows that he, he can he can kind of get, get out that 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 that, that uh, out the kitchen, you know what I mean? He, he gets out that the so it's as it a as a very interesting one. The sooner the sooner he can get that monkey off his back and get the goal the first one's always the hardest one to get but the shot's Lyndon Dykes to lose at the minute uh, but I, again I feel it I feel it for him because straight away he's he's fighting that uphill battle Yeah. so even if he has a good performance even if he was to get a goal people are still criticising him because I th- yeah I think uh, I, don't, I think some of it's been over the top I think um, I think if you so Lyndon Dykes' performance versus Israel now I'm not criticising Lyndon Dykes too much here because I think um, Lyndon Dykes has allowed a poor performance he's done pretty well for us so far I mean he's not going to yeah. he's not going to be amazing every match we're going to have dips in form and things like that but if Ollie McBurney had put that performance in that Dykes said against Israel then he would be getting hung out to dry um, the, the whole the next day and stuff and, and yeah. it's not just people on Twitter there's like there's some pundits and all that kind of stuff yeah. getting involved and it's, yeah. it seems to be a bit distasteful and a bit over the top really yeah but Lyndon Dykes has earned the right he's earned the right to have a have a a, a mediocre performance yeah. you understand what I'm saying ah, he's got credit in the bank definitely yeah he has, he's got credit in the bank and that's 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 the way it goes you know if 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 Lyndon Dykes still had a and you know some of the performance even in the month of October where we never conceded a goal and we won all three games some of those performances weren't great but we got the result so all of a sudden everyone's thinking they don't care about the performance yeah. and the exact same goes with a striker if you're as a striker if you're having a shocking game but you can pop up with a goal a goal of importance even job's done your job is done that is what you're there to do is score goals so 
all about Burnley. It's going to take a, a, a massive final push for him just to win the fans over before these Euros. He'll definitely be, he definitely has to be involved because there's not really a, a like for like. Like you say, the shirt's Lyndon Dykes to lose at the minute. Uh, but all that Burnley needs to get that he needs to score that goal he needs to get it like you say I, I, I had four caps no goals for me and, that, and it was that's a regret you know I had a fantastic opportunity as as you know I wish I wish I'd just got that international goal got that, that that monkey off my back and you kick on Lyndon Dykes was what I think it was two goals and four fantastic return hopefully he can just keep firing for us but I, I want everyone in the squad you know you look at the likes of Declan Gallagher coming in, Stephen O'Donnell coming in, Considine coming in. All these players have done, have played their part. You understand? They all deserve the chance to go to the Euros. And if we can just get back to winning ways, and there's going to be a lot of football played from now till till the summer, and just get get, get a bit of momentum going into that tournament. And hopefully, in that period of time, McBurney can get his goal. If, if if you're Scottish and you and you and you and you're willing McBurney not to score. What what's what's your what's your issue? Yeah, I know. You know, I know. I don't I don't quite get it, but he has, and I, I guess it's the way. Like I'm, I, I hear comments from pundits about how he wears his socks and how is. You're thinking, come on, come on. You know, he's a he's a Scottish player. Let's let's get behind him, and it's like I know it can be difficult at times, and I know that he's he's been caught out saying things in the in, in the media and all that, and that, and that's he's got to be a little bit more savvy. Because there's eyes and ears everywhere. You can't say things like that and think there's no comeback, you know. But again, if he comes on and he gets a couple of goals, and hopefully he will, because you know what, he does it for Sheffield United, albeit he's not scored this year, uh, this season uh, in the Premier League. They're going through a bit of a difficult time. So that that form comes into the national team as well. So let's just hope he gets that monkey off his back, and, and hopefully we all jump on board and say, you know what, if all of if the whole squad, if everyone's firing for their club, they come into the cut uh, doing the national squad and doing their job, then we've got a better chance when the Euros come. Surely that's that's what we all want. Definitely, definitely. Do you think if the media reaction? to your um, miss had been different, more sympathetic, say, do you think that your Scotland career would have gone on longer? Do you think you might have got more opportunities? No, well, wait a minute. I, I got my Scotland uh, uh, debut under George Burley. Craig Levine came in and I was still in Craig Levine's squads. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't think it's... I think they play a part. I think they play a part. But I've got to say, there was a lot of people who came out. Craig, I'll tell you, I, I, I don't know if I've actually spoke about the day, but... I remember... No, I've deliberately not brought it up. Just before the first uh, show we did, I read a blog of yours. I think it was the first one you did for your series of podcasts. And you said you were talking about being defined by things. And you were talking about how you have been defined by that miss. So I I have deliberately not brought it up at all in any of the shows that we've done because, yeah, because I, I don't want to feed into that and... No, but you, you, I, I think the way that we come across straight away, I think you're comfortable enough to, with me that you can ask me anything, and I, and, and you know, I think you're going to get a, a complete honest answer. So let me take you to after that game at Hampden Park. I walked in right, so I walked in, and all the players come up and just, just head up, big man. We'll go again. We've got a game. You understand, right? So straight away, I've been showered. I've got changed. As I'm walking out, Barry Feg, Barry, Barry Ferguson, and uh, and the head media officer said, do you want to go out this way? So it was more so the, the, the head media. There was a secret way for me to go out of handing. And I said, no, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll do the walk. The, the media walk should only take 15 minutes maximum. I was there for an hour and 40 minutes, Craig. Oh, man. 
doing this media work. Uh, I remember I went out in Glasgow with my brother and my one of my one of my best mates growing up. Uh, and then the next morning I drove I drove back down south. And I remember I stopped at the services and bought all the papers and I read all these papers. Now, the media were very harsh. Of course, of course it was. And it was probably a good thing that I was based and playing my football down in England at the time. But because I'd done that media walk, I never hid away. I went out and that's what a lot of the, that's what a lot of the, the comments were. Oh, unlucky the big man. He, at least he's come out and faced it. He's not, he's not just shied away. I've come out and I said, look, I should have done better. The form that I'm in, I should have put that in the back of the net. You understand? I've looked at it over and over in time. And the reason why I missed it, I have no idea. Craig, I went back and scored 10 goals in my next, next six six or seven games for Wolves. I was on absolute fire. I'd already scored seven seven goals in the, the three or four games before the call-up. So I, I can't I can't put my finger on it, but the the media for the next two, three weeks were were harsh. And then people were reacting to that. Were saying, "Oh well, at least you've, at least he's come out and sport. At least he's come out." It was all over the news. It was all over. I think my big brother sent me a couple of pictures of the the double decker buses that had the picture of me, the the open mouth with the. But this is imagine me walking. Imagine I have imagine no idea about this. And, I know, I, I'd love to know what that was promoting. Well, I don't have a clue, but let's put it this way: I I never seen it. I because I was playing down in England. But imagine it was one of those things that it did haunt you. It was the highest and lowest moment of my career all in one. I got to go out and represent my country. But then obviously I've had that that miss on my debut, you know, a, a game that a qualifier against Norway that that we that we probably should have went on on and won. You know, but there was a lot I, I got I, I can't remember the, the individual's name, but he came out and said something like, uh, we've got to keep the national team pure. What the hell does that mean? That's unbelievable. You know, I think we know what that well, means, Chris. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but come on, is this 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 is this is the world that we're living in? You know, I'm Scottish through and through. You know, I'm I'm a proud Scot as well, Craig. You know, it's because of the colour of my skin. Really, come yeah. on. It's but again, it was, so I I can understand that. There's if anything, hopefully uh, McBurney can get a, a certain drive to say, you know what, I want to prove a lot of people wrong. You know, because he he's getting criticised at the minute and at the minute, everyone's jumping on a loose touch, a not winning a header, uh, how, he, how he looks when he comes out onto the pitch. And it's a little bit, at the minute, the performance against Slovakia was was better and I just wished him, I was willing him to get that goal. It wasn't to be. So again, he's just got to, he's got to be brave enough to go again. Yeah, definitely. And go again, we will. We now have to kind of take the positivity from this international break and uh, put the negativity behind us, take the positivity and go into a World Cup campaign. And yeah, you'll just take take the positives from that run that we had and finally put it into a successful World Cup qualifying campaign. Please. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's the aim. Though you think about it, I think we're going to stick with that formation. I think the formation is there to stay. I think, I think especially when the, this qualifying group comes out, we're going to be uh, there's going to be two of the big boys in there. You know, that's they're always going to be difficult games. You're always going to be the underdog there, and I think the formation best suits that. But like you say, it's so important to to focus on the positives. You know, we can look at the negatives and think, oh, we've, we've 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 missed a real opportunity because it has. It's a real opportunity because it's a fallback. It's the reasons why we're going to the the Euros, and then anything can happen in these one-off playoff games. You understand? So that's not there anymore. 
So the focus has to be on getting back to winning ways, getting back to be hard to beat. You know, the goal conceded, again, it was McTominay, and I don't want to come from him because I think he's playing out of position. I think Solomon at the weekend, just basically that little fade on to the right, it sold McTominay, then he came on to his left. I just think a better defender just follows the ball there all the time rather than the body language. But again, we're asking a, a defensive midfielder, sometimes he's all to play in a, a, as a right centre-back. So again, he's only going to get better from, from these things happening uh, and saying, you know what, right, okay, positioning-wise there, that's something to work on. I think we look at the quality and depth that we've got Craig and we we are we are we are good to go. We've got a lot of players, like you say, doing very well in in, in the Scottish Premiership. A lot of these players performing at a good standard in the, in the English Premier League. So, so why not? Why not? It's all about it's all about qualifying. And you know what? That feeling of of actually going to a majors that we've not felt since nineteen ninety eight. Those boys have that feeling, you know. They'll come back with with, with friends and family. I know in this difficult difficult time, it's it's not quite the same, but they've achieved it. This group of players will go down in history, in Scottish history. They have done what they've done to the nation, especially in difficult times. It has been warranted. It has been it's been on merit through performances. You know, they've been excellent. They've been outstanding. So again, it's all about building on that. And that's something that Steve Clark, and it's been so interesting listening to him speak over this week, talking about what he had to do about bringing a club management to international level, to be creating that atmosphere, that environment that the players wanted to come away and, and be involved in. So again, all the credit, he has to be given so much credit, but the players got over the line. It's their responsibility once they once they walk over that white line, Craig. So it's all, I think you're spot on. Let's focus on the positives. We're going to a Euros. We've got games in the build-up to that. Qualifiers for the, the the 2022 Qatar. Let's get back to winning ways. Let's get. Let's. I don't care. I don't care if we are if we're winning games one nil, playing the ugliest football that we've ever seen in our entire life, Craig. If we get the result. I'm a happy man, and I am too. I think that's a perfect note to end it on, Chris. Thanks again. Pleasure, mate. Always a pleasure. And thanks again for listening, everyone. Be sure to check out all the other content that we have going up. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.